astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. So we have a lot on the agenda today. Oh my gosh, there is so much going on. We had Pluto retrograde on Friday. We had this uh, solar eclipse on Saturday. We have Mercury officially going retrograde on May 10th, which is coming up. We have you know, Jupiter is going to be making, um, its appearance in the next sign as well. So we have, it's kind of be like a mod podge of a bunch of different things today. Yeah. And also a little bit belated, but happy May day. I don't know if you recognize May day as meaning anything May 1st, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, May day I'm going back. Okay. I am over that certain age now where, when we grew up, May Day was a big t- deal. We made little um, uh, baskets, kind of cone, took a piece of construction paper and curled it around and made a basket out of it and put some pipe cleaner hangers on it. And then we filled it with candies. And then you went around to your neighbors and you put it on their door. You put it wow. on their doorknob, little May baskets to celebrate May Day. And growing up now as an astrologer, I understand May Day, May 1st, is the midpoint midpoint between the spring equinox and the summer solstice, hmm. which for the layman, all it means is we're at the peak of spring. Okay. It doesn't get more spring than it is right now, right? Okay. Like we're kind of on a slow slide now to start moving into pre-summer type right. of weather and stuff like that. But anyhow, I thought that was really kind of a, I think that's, a, that's an interesting point. Uh, and I think particularly, and again, I'm just going to mention this because I think it's kind of interesting that if you have a birthday around May 1st, you know, uh, think about what we say, Kate, to people with May 1st birthdays with that sun at nine degrees of Taurus. Uh, oftentimes it's associated with uh, people who like to celebrate holidays or fix food or have people over or decorate the house or, you know, put floral arrangements together. Mm-hmm. Um, May 1st is very nature embracing, you know, nature and springtime and, you know, all that growth. And it's a pretty wow. cool, May, May is a kind of a pretty cool month, don't you think? Yeah, I wasn't familiar with the May Day. I mean, I've heard that term, but I didn't know that there was like actual like um, things that you did to celebrate it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think for like my generation, the whole May reference would like be like Justin Timberlake, like it's <laughs> May. <laughs> okay. I think he's supposed to saying, I think he's saying it's going to be me, but I think like we all misheard it. And so I think there's so many memes, like it's going to be May. Oh, okay. like okay. even this week already, like on TikTok, you know, people were like singing, it's going to be, and then they would transform themselves into Justin and then say May, but it's like, there kind of is this obsession of like May. Isn't it? Well, and astrologically, we might say it's a turning point, isn't it? It's a turning point. 
And think about what happens in the month of May, you know, weddings, the May yeah. wedding, you know, graduations, Mother's Day, they're all celeb. These are very personal celebrations. You know, people fly across the country to go to a wedding, to attend a graduation, to celebrate sure. their mother. You know, what I mean, it's and it, in technically old school stuff. May 1st was fertility. They were celebrating fertility, new beginnings, just as nature is. But anyhow, let's get I just want to give a shout out to the birthdays, May 1st birthdays, because they're the ones that sometimes make the party. It's set mm. the set the, you know set the date on the calendar. Let's celebrate this date. They may be actually just very much into the idea of how to bring people together, how to bring them together, either in a rollicking party or just in nice events. You know what I mean? I like that. So we did just mention that, you know, we had a whole episode on the solar eclipse that just happened um, April 30th. Again, we had the actual hit. You might still be dealing with the aftermath of it, or maybe there was some news that came up and now, okay, now we have to create the contract for it. Did you have any stories of, cause I had a couple clients reach out to me just with their personal stories of what's going on and just pretty incredible when you pull up their charts to see how it's activating their chart. It's like, it's just, you know, it's yeah. almost silly to try it's to, silly. it's silly. That's it. Thank you for saying that word. Cause sometimes they're saying, okay, I just signed a contract. You know, was that a good time to sign it? You know? And then you look and go, Oh, solar eclipse, you know, on one of their angles. Yep. Perfect yeah. time to be doing that. So it's, it's silly. Cause sometimes we find ourselves, they're already telling us not always many times I'm working in the blind, so to speak, but sometimes they say, I just did this. Am I a cool? Is this good? And I'm going like, God, yeah, it's really perfect that you did that. Yeah, you're kind feel of like amazed. Repeating the story back to them because yes, it reads yes. so perfectly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, really, you know, again, for anyone who missed that episode, it was just recent here, but, you know, solar eclipses are generally new beginnings. They, they don't, it's not that 100% of everything that's happening is good news, but they're usually, it's going to take you somewhere better. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I have a great story. And again, just looking at my chart, it's like, yeah. okay, perfect. That makes total sense. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Well, you had a Pluto, Pluto retrograded close to your Jupiter as well. That's another thing that we, you know, we talked about happened last Friday, but you know, stories are coming out now for yeah. people. If you have a, if it's been at a sensitive point and then to have the solar eclipse, which is a new beginning happening days after. Yeah. That starts telling a story. It does. It does. So to change gears, let's talk about Mercury retrograde here a little bit, just because that is coming up May 10th. So it is not too early to be feeling that already um, because uh, we're just a few days away. We usually put a pre-shadow and a post-shadow on retrogrades. Yeah. And you know what? I have... I've moved the shadow I know. Yeah. <laughs> way up to April 21st because it was right about that time that all of a sudden I was having oh, time zone conflicts, you know, where I, I deal with clients as you do as well, all across the United States and sometimes outside of the United States as well. But the idea is that, you know, you know, it's people you've dealt with and all of a sudden that everyone's spacing out that, oh yeah, you're in New York and I'm here, you know, for the time zones, getting the appointments wrong, things of that nature that started there. And of course, you already know this past week was just a real technical 
yeah. I don't know what the, what the word is. Glitches. Mess. Glitches. Yeah. You know, I was, I was thinking of something stronger. Yeah. <laughs> coming back. But the idea is that um, I've had to rethink some very basic things that I do technically and, uh, uh, you know, had to learn some things I didn't want to have to learn to fix some problems. And anyhow, it's all, you know, change all good. And, but here's an interesting story that we got a letter from our homeowners association and a nice letter. And it said, and in there, it just said, please make the corrective changes. Those were the two words, corrective changes. And they insert in, they included a picture, a picture of our house and front yard. And, uh, the question was now the title overall was landscaping. So, okay, okay. It's a landscaping issue, but no clarity no clarity. What is the corrective oh change? Gosh. And again, I'm going to not going to go into it because I've made some phone calls now and nothing. I can't get anybody to answer that question. Oh, and now I got a, got a hard copy letter in addition to an email saying the same thing. Um, I responded back via that way. And again, not getting anything back. So I'm, I'm just chalking it up and basically saying, okay, what is the corrective change? This is too vague for me. Well, and if there's no fines, I would wait till after retrograde because it's possible that it was like a mistake or, a mistake. right, you might Absolutely. put money into it and then they're like, oh, well, I wouldn't even know what nothing. to do, you know, exactly. uh, and again, it, it, it looks okay from our, nothing has changed, put it that way. That's so it. there's a great Mercury story. We're in the midst of it still. I'm sure I'll give it another swing at the bat this week to see if I can get some response back on what's going on. I had a client reach out to me and ask um, if it's okay to clean out or organize or purge during Mercury retrograde. And I just thought that's a great question because, you know, I think we've talked about this, but retrograde, we have to take that re R E and anything that you can put that in front of. Right. Like, right. You're reconsidering how you record your appointments probably right now. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. With the technical glitches that you've experienced. So like if you're reorganizing, redoing, repricing, rethinking anything where you're going back to a system that once worked and reworking it, Mm -hmm. that is a great way to use this energy where maybe, you know, we talk about kind of manipulating the energy. It's not saying that there won't still be some surprises that happen, but if you actively kind of lean into the idea of I'm going to redo a bunch of stuff during this time, yeah. It's like, can, can you override the system and not have things kind of pop up that were unplanned possibly? Well, right? yes. Yes. It was like, maybe, maybe I should have been proactive. Maybe I've heard a few issues along the way and I could, if I'd been proactive go, well, maybe I need to review how I do things and maybe I wouldn't have had this bigger issue pop up. Okay. Right. Now I have to do something. Right. 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 So absolutely, um, you know, you're, you're coming over for dinner um, uh, later today, but um, uh, you'll see a stack of things okay. <laughs> at your place at the table okay. where I opened up a cupboard, I opened up a drawer, I was putting something away. And now I'm rethinking, I'm looking at what I'm looking at going like, you know what, what's all this stuff doing in here and pull yeah. it all out. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's a Mercury retrograde rethinking. Yeah. Even like that idea of the text message that I got, like maybe, you know, she's planning on doing that. Maybe she didn't Mm -hmm. plan on doing it. A shelf could have broke or a drawer could have the handle, something could have broke where then you have, okay, now I have to do it because now the system doesn't even work. 
So that's right. That's right. I read a great um, interpretation of Mercury retrograde and it was going, visiting your memories. Mm. It's a great time. And so again, we're, we, you know, we're talking here on May 2nd, but um, May, that you we're in it technically mercury isn't going to go retrograde until the 10th but you're in the shadow period so this is an ideal time to pick out the memory books to pick out the scrap album and looking back at your personal history Mm. viewing something great time just maybe to have a maybe emotional clearing or a psychological breakthrough or you know that's interesting because that's interesting because like last I think it was last family dinner. Like we went down memory lane about grandpa. Well, your dad. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> one yeah. point, like half of us were crying at the dinner table. Like and yeah. it was kind of just an impromptu thing that had come up, which yeah. is not, you know, typically our family dinners are lots of laughing and yeah, you know, yeah, right. Yeah, reality we, TV like trash talk and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> true. True. Yeah. So it, so it is a healthy, even if you think, oh, I don't think I'm like, I don't know why, you know, eh, just go down your memories, t- t- tell a story, retell a story from your past and see if it still holds, Yeah, you know, how you tell it, the emotion you have attached to it or uh, right. if you've reconciled anything from it. Anyhow, here, just another, it's just, just, we're just a warning service, right? Mercury's <laughs> retrograde. It's going to be, but we're already under its influence. Um, so go proactive. One more thing too, about this Mercury retrograde, it's going to be happening, um, in those first opening degrees of Gemini. So if you're a very early Gemini birthday or very early Sagittarius birthday, this will be aspecting your son very strong. Um, next, I think we might make it a little stronger, right? Right. Next, yeah. we're going to talk about uh, Jupiter moving into Aries. This is actually going to happen right there at the same time, May 10th. Um, so May 10th to October 28th, Jupiter will then retrograde at that time. And then uh, December 20th through May 16th, Jupiter will be in Aries that full time. Um, yeah, I, and there's an interruption there. I wouldn't put a big deal on that. My, my personal take on it. You know, not a big deal, but it is a nice little extra bonus for Pisces. If you're born March 19th to the 20th, um, you're going to have a second hit, so to speak, of Jupiter energy in November, December. Yes. But again, I don't see that as taking away from the Aries. They're going to be on a nice streak. And by the way, you know, Mars is going to join in Aries on May 25th. So if we get this idea, Jupiter's coming in May 10th, Mars is going to join it. 20 may 20 will stay in it through uh july 5th so i might say all the things that we're going to we're going to go through each one of the signs and how they're going to be a benefit benefit through this influence that i think it's going to start out really strong because of mars presence running with jupiter particularly this window late may all of june and then the first week of july so i think there's going to be kind of a burst out of energy particularly strong here for every for everyone in some specific area of their life. Well, and I know this isn't in our notes, but you know, we made Uh-oh. a big we made a big deal about Jupiter moving into Pisces and this yes, idea of COVID disappearing. Yes, we did. 
And we experienced this in early 2021. I think it was May, June, July. Mm -hmm. Jupiter made its first Mm -hmm. appearance in Pisces. And I mean, for Las Vegas, it was almost like clockwork. The masks came off like, you know, and it was about a three month thing before, oh, now maybe some standards need to go back into place. Then we watched Jupiter Mm -hmm. move into Pisces again. Again, we kind of saw COVID disappear. Now Jupiter's moving out of Pisces. Are you worried at all about? (laughs) (laughs) I see. I see. And I'm you're saying, I'm saying it's joining up with Mars. Right. Which that could be not good for the spread. Right. Yeah. I see. Well, it's true. I don't know. It just something, it would be something interesting to see if after May 10th, because Mm -hmm. I don't hear anything about it. Granted, I don't watch the news you know, but I mean, mm. masks have been off in Las Vegas, a lot of the signs to stay six feet away. And I know Las Vegas was probably slower to come back than many other places. Many other places already had their masks off. I know Las Vegas was. Yes, they did. Yes. Yes. Which we talked about in a live back in 2020, when mm-hmm. we were looking at the chart of Las Vegas, we said, gosh, they are probably going to be slow to come back from this, mm-hmm. which was very interesting, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I hope not. That is not, obviously I do not want that, but I am just curious to see as Jupiter moves out of this fun, beautiful Pisces arrangement. Um, if we have to kind of step back into reality a little bit. Right. True. Okay. Interesting. Just a little side point, but okay. more importantly, how is this going to affect all of the 12 signs? So of course we have to start with Aries just because it's going to be in your sign. Um, the last time that this happened would have been 2010 to about mid 2011. Um, so again, you, we can go back to that time period and think about how were you feeling at that point, that energy is coming back. You know, we moved, we got, a, we moved during that time period. Yeah. It's very interesting. Yeah. It was a great upgrade, great upgrade for our, ourselves, but okay. Not enough about me. <laughs> right. Okay. So for Aries, um, going to be hitting your first house. So, you know, this really does suggest that it should amplify your message or your plan. So Jupiter is expansive. So wherever we talk about it, Jupiter is going to be expanding. Now, I know we've always talked about Jupiter in such a positive, uplifting way, but we do have to just say that, you know, Jupiter acts as like the neon sign, you know, it's, you can't miss it. So if there is a problem already, I don't think Jupiter causes problems, right? Jupiter just amplifies what's already happening to maybe if you were thinking, oh, that was just a one-off or maybe I misunderstood Jupiter might come in and make the problem or the issue so big that you, there's no question. There's no doubt of what's happening. Right. And, and we, I think we like to think of that. It widens the vision, particularly for Aries widens the vision to me. I would, if I was talking to an Aries, I'd be saying, gee, um, what are you doing? Professional development, uh, what opportunities are you being given to learn, whether it's hands-on, you know, your life is getting better. You're excited. There's an excitability ju- generally ju- when Jupiter's in your solar first house, which that's Aries right now. So they usually have some enthusiasm about what's going on. Right. Absolutely. So especially if you've just started something new, oh, I just started a new project. You, you might see some great um, 
business or just expansion with your brand? And particularly between now and July, 4th of July. Okay. Really strong, I think. Yeah. Uh, For Taurus, it'll be hitting their solar 12th house. Mm -hmm. So this could be, um, they could have some generous offers for travel. Or freebies, like freebies being offered their way. Yeah. Um, So concert tickets, free drinks, whatever those opportunities might look like for you. Um, And spirituality and healing might be very two big topics. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, they could have something where they, you know, medically, they get some great information, supportive information, mm-hmm. learning about their body or in the psychological arena, the spirituality side of life, you know, uh, breakthroughs in who they are and, 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 you know, how they've been their own worst enemy, those type of conversation. Some great teachers could show up. Great gurus could show up in the lives of Taurus under this energy. That's true. And really good, by the way, if they're doing anything with um, probably a film, uh, photography, uh, maybe even just maybe even could say maybe in media in general, really good in that area. For our Tauruses. For the Tauruses. Yeah. 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 As we move to Gemini, it's affecting their solar 11th house. So Mm -hmm. this would be great for expansions around groups. I was also thinking this could be a great time if they're, they have a focus on social media where they could be growing their social media in a very nice way that there should be an expansion of like, I'm going to say who they're touching, obviously not physically, but that they should have a further reach. Yeah. I, I think they should be flattered by the groups that are, that want them. We want you here. We want you at the head table. Oh, would you participate in this? So to me, it's just a lovely invitation there. Again, their world is very strong. It's broadening out. Maybe they've outgrown a group though, too. That's certainly possible. Outgrowing a group and now moving on to something else. Um, but it, it, you know, this is uh, beneficial. Um, and interestingly, um, most of us don't think of the 11th house as a financial house, but I kind of harp on that a lot. It is. And um, this would should be provide some additional monies or source of monies, paths of monies. Something good is coming out of this. Yeah. For our cancers, it's hitting uh, solar 10th house. So should be great for career advancement, maybe mm-hmm. even aligning with something that you're a little bit more passionate about. Um, yeah, and that grant, a showcase, a lot, something that you are excited about. So many times we have to do something that we're okay. We, we know how to do it. We deliver it. Yeah. I, I do it all the day long. This is what I do. But then there's other times where, oh my God, this is better. This is exciting. I get to do it in a bigger way, a grander way, a more impressive way. There's excitement here for cancers. I have a girlfriend who's a cancer and, uh, every time I talk to her, she's like another person put in their notice. The manager put in their notice. So, I mean, people are dropping like flies around her. And of course it's putting a lot on her workload because yeah, yeah you have new hires and, uh, and I finally just said like, well, what, how does this benefit you? I mean, are you number one in seniority now? Because it sounds mm. like you're one of a handful left. So mm. I keep looking at her situation like this has to, there has to be some sort of reward for her. For staying yes. when they can't keep anyone. So this could yeah. be a great time that maybe something like that comes through. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I would say that people, that their friends would actually kind of, the story would turn and they'd say, oh, you're lucky, you're fortunate. Right. So somehow that particular storyline would have to turn significantly <laughs> to that story to come. But I'm, I'm, I would lean optimistic on that. Yeah. Uh, for Leo's hitting in the solar ninth house. Mm-hmm. Okay, you know, here's just a clue. That ninth house always has a royal or regal feel to it. So this idea, again, of being invited in, mm-hmm. being included or achieving something. Now I'm one of them. Maybe I passed a test or gotten a license or graduated. Those types of stories, of course, would be classic. Right. And that they're now, they have, they've achieved, they're now part of. But it's a real validation a very strong validation. And I would think there would be some great travel opportunities. Now, maybe they're already doing the travel immediately here as Jupiter steps in. Yeah, we're leaving in, you know, this month in May on the trip, or they're planning the trip and the trip could be not to the fall next to next year, but they're, they're excited. They're learning about, you know, all the details of what they're going to experience. Yeah. And another story, I had a Marco Polo from a girlfriend this morning, Leo, applying for a job in another state Mm. expansion, you know, so this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I might also add legally, they might find out something um, where, Oh, they're going to benefit sometimes, you know, it sounds weird to say, but you find out that a law has changed. A policy has changed. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Oh, you can, Oh, you're, this benefits you in some way. Now this could be something that's going to have long-term effects in their life and they're now benefiting, but it could be even things like perks and benefits that you now get that, Oh, okay. I don't have to pay for them anymore. Right. Uh, For Virgos hitting that solar eighth house. Yeah. Yeah. Very nice for money. Very nice. I always say, you know, one for you and two for me. (laughs) This is, there's, there's something that's, that's, favoring the Virgo under this energy. So um, so I always think also cutting the pie and, okay, I'm going to cut you a bigger piece type of thing. There's some generosity. Um, This is, by the way, if we have any Virgos out there who are, you know, oh my God, I need to clean up my money. Yes, Mm -hmm. that would be great time. Even though that would sound paring down, Jupiter means I see it's whatever the problem is could be expanding. So, okay, my credit card is just that balance is too high. So you now recognize, you see it. Now you're going to put it back in proportion with your income, so to speak. So great time to be asking, how can I cut expenses? How can I refinance? You know, and, and that of course turns out to be a beneficiary. You, you know, that's a good thing because you have more cash to spend then. Um, yeah, or if they're well, starting. Big thing about student debt. There's a lot in the news about student debt. A lot of maybe some amount of it, maybe $10,000 worth being canceled. Uh, Again, it's not official yet by any means, but I thought, oh, this would be a great example of having someone cancel your debt. Wow. That'd be a gift, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Or there could just be additional uh, rewards in your paycheck. So, you know, I have a Virgo friend who just started a new place, Hmm. you know, and so she might be very surprised with, oh, wow, this paycheck is way better than mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what I've seen in the past. You know what? And we can't talk, not talk about sex. I mean, the eighth house, 
Virgos, eighth house. Yeah, really great vaginal rejuvenations, you know, <laughs> something going on where they're doing, they're fixing any issue or problem, or they have found just a very uh, compatible partner and, you know, they're enjoying their sexual life again. This does bring out passion. Yeah. The bottom line is passion. So that's what shows up in the sexual arena, but passion as well can be passion that I want to, uh, this is what I want to do. It really, um, many times we talk about that eighth house is lifestyle. It impacts your lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for Libras, it's sitting in your solar seventh house. So, I mean, there should be some good news showing up in business relationships could be personal love relationships as well, but I think they're thinking that, oh, we're better together. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So whether you're hiring a coach, you're signing a contract, you're creating working partnerships, they should be looking very good in the public eye. You know, uh, I can speak, you know, your dad, uh, Bill is a Libra and uh, he just got confirmation last week that he still is. There's a major, major national company that everyone would recognize um, that has been looking at some of your dad's work and uh, still under consideration, still in the running. They've been running trials and seeing how this works. Uh, Anyhow, just interesting. It was very encouraging. And I thought of that. Okay, there he is. You know, working with a large company or a company of status. Again, very much behind the scenes. No one, you know, this is not going to be breaking news on TV or anything of that nature. But you know, it's it's probably better yet because you know, just you're just looking for the check to show up, right? <laughs> right. Well, even Tyler, my brother, Libra yeah. as well. You know, he just partnered with someone to put out that That's book. True. Yes, um, publishing. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But- it's, it's looking good in the public eye. Yeah. And uh, Libras may think I'm finally being seen. Mm-hmm. Oh, I'm finally being seen. Or I have an opportunity to be seen by, or having in, in Bill's case, being affected, affecting people he'll never meet. Right. We'll get the benefit of his, uh, of arrangements. Next, let's talk about Scorpio hitting their solar sixth house. So there should be some that's you. That's me. That's yeah. me. Go ahead. Um, so tell there should me, be some me, nice <laughs> expansions or upgrades in uh, the work environment. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm just reading. I didn't know this, that you bought a new desk. I did. I'm sitting at my beautiful white desk. Um, oh. uh, anyhow, it's not a desk that you say, oh, you're going to spend to me compared to my old desk, which was bigger, deeper, more drawers, all the, you know, more executive type looking desk. And this is more of a streamlined desk. It just looks like you're not going to work as hard on this desk. (laughs) Okay. And that's what I wanted. I wanted to, I not reduce my workload a little bit, give myself more freedom, uh, you know, and uh, Hey, as my husband, Bill always says to me, he goes, when I complain about my schedule, he goes, Mary, you should fire whoever creates your schedule. And of course, it's me that's <laughs> yeah. creating my own schedule. So it's a it's a good reminder, like, okay, grab your power, Mary, and and yeah. you know, get come, make your life work better for you. And uh, so, yeah, I bought a new desk. I've reduced my workload a tad bit, and um, and making travel plans as well. So yeah. there we go, uh, fellow Scorpios. I hope you're doing the same thing. Yeah. Um, I do think it's a great time in general. Uh, because it's that has that sixth house flavor where how it's hitting the Scorpios is to make that short list of things that need to be done. And I'm talking about things that 
you know, if it doesn't get done today, it's okay. It can be done three months from now, but make a, a, you know, a short list of things. And I think you might be amazed at how easy it might be to knock some of those things off. Mm. Sixth house is details, taking care of the details, small things that will make it better down the road. Yeah. Well, also we didn't talk anything about health with the sixth house. Oh yeah. Would be vitamins or supplements. Mm. If you were thinking of expanding and adding something new. Oh, I went to the doctor and they said, oh, you need to be yes. taking collagen or something that. Yes. Right. Yeah. No, I, that's in the, my mix as well. Okay. I've got a doctor's appointment this Friday. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Um, for Sagittarius, it's hitting your solar fifth house. So mm-hmm. there should be just a great focus on fun. Uh, maybe even embracing the children if you have children, but it's more like when we talk about children too, with fifth house, it can can be like channeling that child inside of you somehow. So, oh, I'm going to Disneyland or, you know, you're doing something that can be childlike Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as well. well. uh, Lincoln, um, my, our grand, our grand, granddaughter, (laughs) your niece, uh, you know, is having a first dance recital. Yeah. Wow. So that we're all excited about that. Already got our calendars marked, you know, for Again. early June, going to the UNLV and seeing her perform on a big, big stage. Yeah. Yeah. Really fun, but a really good time as well for anyone who's planning a family, you know, it's really good for pregnancies. It's very good for healthcare as well. And I would think that Leo's and Sagittarius, excuse me, in general would be maybe, you know, feeling they're lucky, yeah. lucky. And again, yes, maybe they're winning or gambling or entering a contest, those types of things, but also just who would have funk, who would have funk. I'm lucky today. This worked out well. Yeah. Uh, For Capricorns, it's hitting your solar fourth house. So big focus on the home, uh, whether that's home improvements or just feeling more secure in your personal space or your workspace. So you could just be having you know, just some excellent months at work where the commission's really good. You're just feeling like, okay, this is a secure spot to be. Maybe there's some physical changes in the home where you, you just feel happier there. You feel more of a permanence. Yeah. No, the, the fourth house is all about security. Yeah. Who doesn't like to return back home? Yeah. I mean, you know, or like, uh, great. I'm safe again, so to speak. I'm safe from the outside world. I can, I can, I can dress down. I don't have to be focused on what do I look like? You know? Yeah. I know a Capricorn that, um, their dad's coming out to visit Mm, under this energy. So just a very simple way that it just supports family gatherings or just feeling very close to, you know, your family or relationships. Yeah. Yeah. Um, for Aquarius hitting solar third house. So very supportive or for expansions or improvements and just the very mundane areas of the home. So things like we're upgrading the silverware. (laughs) We're we're doing the linens on the bed. Yeah. Right. Just stuff that you touch stuff that you touch on a daily, that you interact with on a daily basis. So it's like, oh yeah, I got a new mug to drink my coffee out of. Right. I put new cushions on the chairs, on the patio. You know, it's really has a lot to do with skin contact, contact with skin. What are you interacting with? And just wanting to, okay, it's time to replace this door handles be a big one, you mm-hmm. know, door knobs, having to replace them and having to, 
as well as, oh, I get to pick some new ones out. <laughs> right. 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 Um, it is an excellent time. We talked about this, I think, on the last episode about the third house being poking holes in mm-hmm. what your past ways of thinking. And so yeah. Aquarius, Aquarians might be just saying, like, well, why not? You know, there could be an opportunity that comes along that they are shut down or maybe they're a little skeptical about, and you might be surprising yourself with just maybe moving forward with it or entertaining it to see what, what might this bring? You know, and and I know you can't really don't want to talk about it, but you've had a great thing that if I had had your situation, I would have probably not pursued it. And you obviously looked at and said, why not? (laughs) Let's see what this this is going to go. So exactly. it, it, very interesting to see that. Yeah. Also look for an improvement in your neighborhood. We forgot to say you are an Aquarius. Remind everyone you I are am, the Aquarius. Yeah. So maybe you'll see some improvement in your immediate environment. Who's across I've, the street who's next door. Yeah. Well, and I've like turned into you and dad when it comes to my oh. neighborhood. Oh yeah. <laughs> We've had a long, and for those who don't know us, we, Bill and I have had a long history of, hate to say issues with neighbors. You know, we yeah. seem like very peaceful people, but man, we have gotten the wackiest neighbors over time. We have the best we've ever had right now. So yeah, there are so many like motor homes and RVs that have shown up on the street Mm -hmm. that, oh my gosh, it drives me nuts. So that'd be great if they all just disappeared. Uh Or they just got bigger. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that is interesting. All the semis are parking on the street. That's interesting because this week I pulled in and there were three just on our street and I'm like, what the heck is going on? But yeah, so that maybe it will expand before it gets better. Um, okay. Lastly, Pisces hitting that second house of money. Yay. So, yeah, awesome one. So it could be expansion with money, um, whether that's money that you make, whether it's money that's shared with you, possibly could be even just getting something for a great price. So maybe benefiting through someone else's misfortune. Someone's going through divorce. You're getting Mm -hmm. a really cheap Peloton or something. (laughs) (laughs) But Um, it's, you know, that's so real in today's market because our markets are so fluid and people do sell a lot more things than they used to, than they just, I don't know what they used to do, but just give them away. Now they have an opportunity to sell things. So yeah, uh, Pisces probably of all the signs, I mean, the second house that should, they should get some, their further feeling more secure again, because second house is the idea of stability. So uh, there's more money in the account or more money coming in regularly now. And that's interesting because our economy is a little bit shaky, particularly not all Pisces are sitting in a, in a wonderful situation. I'm sure, I'm sure some are like concerned, worried, am I going to make it through? Can I pay? Uh, And I'm optimistic here that there's things are going to get better. Second house romantically. Yeah. I would say second house is emotional milestones. So mm-hmm. when we're talking about expansion, you know, maybe a, a child is getting married, the family wow. is expanding, a, a baby wow. could be being born, that there should be some sort of expansion around yes. uh, what your what, what your heart can hold. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. Okay. That wraps up how Jupiter in Aries will affect each of the 12 signs. Mm-hmm. Um, we also do just want to remind everyone that we have the lunar eclipse coming up on May 16th. Yes. So we probably will mention that as well next week, but yes. just that is, yes. there is one more eclipse coming um, in this cycle. But let, let's say, remember, I, uh, your storyline may get eclipsed. Correct. 
So keep an open eye for things going sideways or in a way you didn't think, but, you know, see where, see where that takes you. Absolutely. Well, so that concludes today's talk and we look forward to talking to you guys next week. Take care. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at the katewind.com or maryswick.com. We'll talk to you next week.